All right, so thank you for your attention. I appreciate that. Do your best to follow along at the end of the day in a warm classroom. Um, and I'll try to be focused and brief in my explanation of this. But we're going to do a unique lesson right now, uh, where as a teacher, it's one thing to talk about stuff, right? Then it's another to experience it. Um, and in this class, I try to do as much experiential learning as I can. We watch movies, we listen to songs. We stand up and sit down in chairs, but mostly it's discussion because that's a lot of what philosophy is. And so when I have a chance to do a lesson that's more kinesthetic or that connects with your world as a student uh, more practically, um, I like to grab those opportunities. And so we're going to do a very specific focused lesson right now. Um, and it has to do with the Book of Acts test, which is next week. As I have considered our discussions, not just your class. I have 75 philosophy students right now. And I had 111 last semester. So not just seventh period, but as I've been processing even just the great divorce chapters we've already done, mere Christianity, and some of your midterms, which are fabulous, but it's been interesting to watch what some of us are choosing to focus on for the midterm and some of the things we've been learning. When I think about idealism, I think we did a decent job talking about it conceptually. I think we did a decent job talking about idealism. But as I'm trying to gain an understanding of how much you guys have owned some of those lessons, I don't want to use the word concerned. I think it'll come across in a way that I don't want to. But as a teacher, I want to take those lessons further. And I think one of the ways that I have found that works really well with students is for us to make it practical and kinesthetic, okay? So, as I explain this, let's keep the side conversations to a minimum. I will have a chance for large group discussion here in a little bit, all right? And there'll definitely be a chance for questions. What I have decided to do, and I have permission from the front office, and I have permission from my department head. <laughs> front office, uh-oh. <laughs> yes, I've had those conversations. Um, I've had permission from the front office to do this. And as, it, as I explain it, if it triggers, oh, that's that lesson from last semester, or my older brother or sister went through this lesson, it can trigger that. That's totally fine. You have to be aware, though, that I am, do this every year. I do it differently. And actually, for you guys, it's very different than the past. And this semester is even different from last semester. Because I want to teach my students where they are in this moment. And so I've catered this lesson for you guys specifically. And so what we're going to do is with the Book of Acts test, which is next Tuesday, right? And uh, we may have to adjust that with Grandparents' Day, depending on the other classes. I don't know if we will or not. We'll see. But next Tuesday, Book of Acts test. I have decided to make it so that we can experience it as though we were in idealism. All right? So we're going to experience, not just talk about idealism, we're going to experience idealism. And so if we were to set up the class and this test as philosophical idealism, what score do you need to get on the test? 100%. You have to get a perfect score. Then according to the philosophy of idealism, if you don't achieve perfection, if you don't get perfection, you are or you get what? Zero, right? It's all or 
nothing. Now, I know we don't do that in school a lot, and that's not necessarily the educational culture that we're in. We like to earn and try to achieve what we get, and then we want what we deserve there. Here's the thing. In idealism, what do you have to get? A hundred. You have to get a perfect score. And so we're going to set this test up like that. You're going to take the test. And if you don't get a perfect score, you will get a what? A zero. If you get a 98, you'll get a what? If you get a 50, you'll get a what? If you get a three, you'll get a zero. Right? Unless if you get a hundred, you get a what? A hundred. Uh-oh. Everything okay? Okay, all right. <laughs> can, it, can you wait or do you need to go? If you can wait just a little bit, that would be helpful, just so I can explain and make sure that everybody's got it. Sorry. <laughs> Normally, I don't have people coming. I just want to make sure that we're all clear. I have one student walking. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I hate this class. All right. Um, questions on what's happening. Okay, I'm going to let you guys write a response here to that, which will be a great time to go, you know, whatever. Um, but let me just clarify a couple things. One is it's not a joke. I'm not joking, and it's not theoretical. All right, um, we're really doing it. Uh, some of you have already noticed actually the part of idealism. Not only do you have to earn a hundred, or you get a zero. What are we already? Zeros. So if you check the grade book today, what's in the real grade book? A zero, right? And that will go away if you do what? Get 100. You can take the test earlier if you feel like you need to to get 100. All right, but it's planned for next Tuesday. What was that? Well, that's, see, ready? There's the question. And your response is going to be appropriate. They all are right now. Really, really, all of the responses. I've never had a response that's not appropriate. We want to have another chance. Now, can you see why the religions come up with what? Reincarnation. But is this a class on religion? It's on philosophy. So in philosophy, you either what? You get it or you don't. So you get one shot. <laughs> Uh-oh, everything okay in the back? We all right? Other questions? I know this might affect you for your eligibility or your family or whatever. Uh, you know what? Until we make it real, all we're doing is talking about it. And if you don't like it, you don't have to. I mean, my job is a teacher. Your job is to learn. If you don't like it or like me, okay, you don't have to take me next year. <laughs> right? But there is a sense of you don't necessarily have to like it. I want you to learn. I want you to learn. <laughs> but I also want you to consider this, is if this is bothering you or you don't like how it affects your real life, guys, this is, and I'm not trying to diminish the experience, but this is, one test in a Bible class in high school. There are people who what? They, they live this way. This is their world view. I'm just trying to give you a taste of it. Actually, it's a morsel, a small little taste of it. Fair enough? All right. So any other questions just to clarify what's going on? Right, feel free. You can go. <laughs> right, but when you come back, make sure you do a little writing. So here's what I'm going to let you do. Without discussion and without asking other people next to you, what I want you to do is to get out a journal or some, something to write on, and I want you to write 
for a few minutes right now. That's not an option. You need to write. I want you to give either an emotional response, like I hate Mr. D and I hate this class and this is really a dumb lesson, or whatever, or I get the point, right? And you, if you're expecting me to be like, okay, after we're done writing, JK, no, 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 we're really doing it. Like, we're actually following through with this. Again, I have permission to do this, right? So I want you to write, if you want to date it, it's April 17th and it's 2.30. So I, I want everybody, wait, hold on the discussion, ladies. Hold the discussion. Hold the discussion, small group discussion. I want you to write. What is your response to not just talking about idealism, but to what? Experiencing idealism. We're feeling it right now. So everybody give a response. If you want to write in the workbook, some students flip to the back. There's a couple of blank pages in the back. If you're opening up your computer, please make sure you're not surfing the web or doing something else. Please look for a page to do a journal entry, okay? And you can write whatever you want. You don't have to give it to me. I just still want you to write because this is, this is a lesson with several parts to it. This is the first part of the lesson. We all know what we're doing for a few minutes. Okay, take some time to write. Respond, reflect, give your emotions, give your questions, whatever you need to do. Do you need it right now? Not right okay. now, but whenever. How about, how about tonight or tomorrow? Let's make sure that I send it. Yeah, he sent it to me. I just need to forward it to him. So let me just refocus on this. Yeah, you good? Awesome. Couple more minutes. Let's take a couple more minutes. We're doing a, a written response. So I want to make sure that everybody writes something, even if it's, you know, an emotional you know, rant, which I've get, I've gotten a lot of angry letters before. That's fine. I can handle the phone calls. It's fine. If your coach is going to be mad, have your coach call me. I can talk it through. All right. The goal here is for us to learn. So, yeah. It's on the Book of Acts. Well, it's on idealism. It's idealism. So, what do you need to know? It'd be helpful to memorize it. 
We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> that's a great. That's actually a great question. <laughs> I don't yet. No. No. Just because he doesn't have it memorized, he still knows the answer. I know. I made it. I made the test. I made the test. Kind of convenient, isn't it? Well, let's, let's wait, let's wait, yeah, let's wait, let's wait. Those are great questions, those are great questions. 16. All right, did everybody get a chance to make a response? Everybody got something down? Come on, everybody get something down? Okay, so let's do this. Come on, stay focused in. Now you have your computers and stuff open. Please do not lose the momentum of this lesson. Is anybody here willing to share on a response that they have or a question or a comment on this? But more so, how's it feel? What are you thinking? What's this like? Yeah, what do you got? Um, I chose not to live in idealism. It's stupid my grades have to show it, but I do not care. I'm already <laughs> in college. This test doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me. I don't support the law. There you go. Come on, let's give it up right there. <laughs> Thank you for your response. That's a great... And you know what? Like, I appreciate the honesty there. It's like at some point the reaction is... Fine, I don't care. At least it's not going to ruin my future. Does that make sense? It is interesting. One of the things that I wanted to do, kind of, not really, but kind of, is how would this potentially change if this was for your final grade, not just a test? It's 40% instead of 20%. Yeah, it's interesting right now, all right, what it, the weight is of it, right? But imagine if this was your whole grade for the whole class. You have to be perfect in this class or not. Nicely, because it's not idealism. And the administration wouldn't let me do it. And I really didn't want to do that. But it'd be interesting to see how far we could go to where this impacts us in a way where it's meaningful, right? And I think it's a great response. Giving up is like, fine, I was maybe going to study for it, but now what? <sighs> Whatever, right? What else is a normal, natural response right now? Or whatever your response is. Anybody want to share another one? Yeah. Yeah, now that I think is a great approach here. I want to do it. I want to study hard. I want to figure it out. But I need to know what? You were hinting at this. What's the standard? What's, if I can know the standard, then I'll do everything I can to get to it. And ready? What's the standard? Well, right now it's perfection. Now we've narrowed that to the book of Acts, but even that would mean you potentially have to do what with the book of Acts? Memorize it. Unless you're the one making the test. Right, but you're not. So then you don't know what I could ask. That could be frustrating. I like the idea of maybe I can do this. We'll talk about that in a second as well. One or two more? Yeah. Is it even worth it at that point? Because you have to go through this and get a lot of stress and anxiety and you just need to get down about yourself. Like you don't even know what it's about. You just kind of become blind. Yeah. Remember when I talked about that city in Mongolia where my aunt was a Half of the adults were alcoholics because they've just done what? Give up. Like, whatever. Like, no way. <laughs> this is crazy. Is it worth it? All the energy when it may not pay off, right? So you can see there's almost two types there where I'm going to do everything I can to try or why try, right? Nobody's raising their hand on this one. Is anybody angry or a little frustrated or upset? Oh, you guys are really nice. That's fine. We got one, two people who are angry. I mean, if I was a student and a teacher did this, I'd be pissed, right? I'd be like mad, mad at 
the teacher for, wait, this is not how you teach Mr. D. And now you're switching this on us. And is it really real? Which, by the way, it is real, right? But being mad is totally appropriate. Hey, go on, focus it back in. Yeah, what do you got? I was just talking about the idea of how we came off like the holiday of Easter and like, yeah. all about <laughs> redemption and like, now nah, you're not giving us any grace or anything. Ah, uh, the contrast is profound. It works really well to have it right up against Easter, <laughs> let alone the big ghost, right? Like, I think it fits well. And, and it's different when we talk about it, right, guys? And now we're actually what? We're feeling it. It, it connects with our emotions versus just them being an abstract concept, right? I think it's totally normal to be upset. Imagine the people who think God acts like this. How do they feel about God? Now, seriously, there are a lot of angry people out there, and they're mad at God because they think he demands perfection, which actually does he? Well, does he? Yeah, but he also what? Enables you to get there. Does that make sense? Imagine you're just having to do it on your own. It's not theism. It's a different worldview. And so if you're a Christian thinking that God acts like this, that might be part of why I'm doing this lesson. God's not like this. And the Christian God is not like this. Mr. D is generally not like this either. <laughs> right? Other thoughts, other comments or questions? Okay, so can I get everybody's attention real quick? I want to make sure you don't miss this, because if you miss this, some students have. They got lost in the lesson, or they picked up their phone, or they checked out. Don't miss this next transition. That was part one of this lesson. There is a part two, all right? But you have to hear me say, I'm not changing what I just said. Everybody got that? You either got to get a hundred or you're going to get a zero. That is real. The administration knows it. I know it. It's true. Everybody got that? I am going to add to the lesson. There is a part two to the lesson. Just like if you take that as a worldview and you take something else, you can keep them separate or you can connect them. So I'm going to add something now to the lesson. And this is real as well. Okay. Um, I, you guys were chatting about this, I took the test, and I got 100 on it. So, I got a perfect score. It's convenient that I made it, which is kind of nice. You don't have to believe it, right? But I took the test, I got 100 on it, and I am willing to give you my grade right now in the grade book as a gift if you want it. And so you, you yeah, you want that? Would you believe that I would do that? Now, if you don't believe I would do it, then don't take it. But if you do believe I would do it and you're willing to receive it, I will give you 100 on a test you haven't taken as a free gift. Anybody? Anybody want that? We got some takers? <laughs> Great. You know what? There's a lot of takers. Actually, there were a lot of takers during first period and fifth period as well. Okay. Um, this is my Mr. D's Book of Life and Grace. <laughs> okay. um, but that's how it works is I'm adding to that. You still have to get a hundred or you get a zero. But I'm willing to give you my hundred as a gift right now. And I will put that in the grade book. Now, will you still take the test next week? Yes. But if you get a 55 on it, whose grade is in your spot? Mine. So you'll end up with a what? A hundred, right? Because if you take my grade as a gift, then your performance will not be what affects your grade. It'll be based off of whose performance. 
my performance, which I'm giving you as a what? Gift. See why we're connecting this with Easter. <laughs> Does that make more sense? Now, am I forcing you to take the gift of 100? Not at all. You don't have to. You can still try to do what? Get 100 on the test. If you get a 95, what will you get in the grade book? You'll get a zero. But if you receive the 100 as a gift and you get a 95, what will you get in the grade book? You'll have 100 already in there. Here's the couple keys to this lesson. You have to receive the gift of 100 before you start taking the test. Once you start taking the test, it's on whose shoulders? Yours. It's up to you. If you have not received 100 as a gift before you start taking it, then you get to try and do it on your own. You can take the gift of 100, or you could try to earn the 100. Your choice, right? Once you receive the 100 from me as a gift, nothing you do will take that 100 out of the computer. You won't lose it. You can totally bomb the test. You can hate me. You can hate the class. You can do whatever you want. I'm not going to take the 100 out because it's not based off of you. It's not based off your theology. It's not based off on how much you understand it. It's not based off of your... Ready? You got, somebody got to hear this. It's not based off of your motivation to take the 100. It's just based off of what? Saying what? Yes. Taking the gift. So do you see what I've now added to the lesson? I call it the parable of grace. Right? If you want the study guide, I've got the essential study guide right here. For those of you who are uh, wanting to process this more deeply. Um, I've taught this before. Just so you're aware... I actually do it different every year, and you're, I do it different than even last semester for you guys, all right? So it is different. It is similar. I've been doing something like this for about 15 years. We're looking at maybe around 2,000 students have experienced this type of a lesson, all right? Just so you're aware, you can ask any of them, is it, is it real? Like, is this really happening right now? Yes, it's really happening, right? Is it really happening? Yes. Um, does everybody see the connection to grace versus idealism? Everybody see it? All right. So let's make this nice and biblical, and then I'm going to pass this sheet of paper around. All right. But what's that, like, really make it, I think, in some regards, overtly biblical? Ready? Who in the room, you can nod for this one, who believes that I would actually give you 100 on a test you haven't taken. Who believes I would do it? You believe it? Great. Okay, we got some people who believe it. Um, who is willing to confess with their... So do you believe in your heart that I would do this? Are you willing to confess with your mouth that I would give you... So how about say it out loud right now. I believe Dominguez would give me 100. So now have you confessed with your mouth and believe in your heart that you shall receive 100? <laughs> There you go, right? There we go. It's nice and biblical. There are a couple differences, and we will talk about those specifically tomorrow. This is a parable. Jesus used sheep and goats. He used prodigal sons. He used lots of other things to teach his lessons. What language am I using right now to teach about grace? Yeah, I'm using the language of teaching, the language of students, which is not sheep and goats and prodigal sons. The reason why some of you are finding some clarity here is that it is the language of students, and it's also what? It's real. <laughs> some of you, when I hand this out, you're going to get 100 on a test you have not taken yet, and the 100's not based off of your performance. Some of you like that a lot. 
some of us really don't like that because we're so used to what? Getting what we deserve. And is that grace? No. Right? So I need your name. Please write it clearly. And the period number here. But if you don't write your name clearly, I might not be able to read your name, and I want to give you the 100. I, I'll stay after school, and I'm going to change all of the grades, and you'll see it change. Is there a zero in the grade book for your grade right now? And it's real. So write your name nice and neatly, okay, on that. You do not have to, real quick, do you have to write your name on here? No, do you have to take the gift of 100? No, you can what? You can try to earn it. I'm just telling you, if you try to earn it, and you don't get a hundred, you're gonna get a what? So I was waiting for a few questions. So ready, let's get a few questions right now. First off, I've had over 2,000 people do this type of, it started out with a quiz. I tried a quiz once and they're like, okay. And then we moved it into the Lord of the Rings. Anybody heard about the Lord of the Rings test, right? Yeah, that was, that was a 400-page novel where I had a big test on it. And then I just recently shifted it to the Book of Acts, which I really like using the Book of Acts for this because it's fitting. So what was your question, Anna, specifically? Okay, so there's two, twofold here. First off, has anyone ever tried to get the 100 on their own? They've not received the grace. What do you guys think? How many? <laughs> Yeah, for a while there, it was nobody. And then I had one student, one year, say, I don't want it. I'm not going to take it. Do I have to force them to take a gift? No. So this student took the test, got an 87, and in the grade book, got a zero. For real. Right? So we've had a student do that. You can call my bluff. I'm not bluffing. Right? But, well, you don't need to know that. But imagine the phone conversation. Picture mom and dad calling, Mr. D, you gave my kid a zero. Did I give them a zero? I didn't give them a zero. They got what? A zero. They, they, this was the way that it worked out. And I also will say to the mom and dad, but wait, I offered them 100 for free. Am I the bad guy here? Or take it down to the front office, and I, you're in a Bible class, or I'm teaching worldview. Is it helpful to teach grace? <laughs> and is it helpful to compare and contrast idealism and grace? And is it helpful to do that in a way that's meaningful? Anybody got a problem with the lesson on some level? You can do idealism. Go ahead. It's, it's your choice. Or you can do grace. And it's a Bible class on grace. And then are you going to tell Hockett? You're going to say, Hockett, but Mr. D gave me a zero. Well, will Corey Hockett say? Uh, but didn't he offer you 100 for free? Like, And you had a week to think about it. And he talked to you about it several times. What are you going to say? At that point, you're choosing what? I'll also ask you this. Ready? This question might be asked. Over all these quizzes and tests that I've given, has anyone ever gotten 100 on their own? Or even while taking it in the... Because you're still going to take the test, right? You're still going to take it. Has anyone ever gotten 100? Anybody? You want to make a guess? No. This is idealism. Did anybody get 100? Uh, no. I mean, I have. I'm the only one who's ever gotten 100. Right? I mean, again, it's convenient because I made... The test. Does that make sense? But it's also interesting that I, here's the thing, I actually did it. So am I allowing for substitutionary atonement? Am I? Yeah, so go ahead, find someone else to take it. What will they get? Are they going to get 100? Very unlikely. 
here's the beauty of it. If they did, then they didn't need the grace. There you go. <laughs> right? I, I think there's some irony there. But I've never had anybody. I've got a couple 98s. Uh, one year I got a 97. Right? Those are great, but they're not what? They're not 100. I've set the test up so that it's a real test. Right? But there's a few questions that are designed for you to what? You have to be perfect. Know it perfectly. Spivey, you had your hand up for a while. What do you got? Question? Great. That's why we're here. And by the way, this is just getting started. Like you think the lesson's done. You signed your name. No, no, no. Some of you will have studied really hard for the book of Acts test. You'll, you'll read the actual book. You'll sit down. You'll take it. And you'll get a 96. Which means you'll get a what? If you took the 100, you'll get a what? You'll get a 100. And you might literally, I know this happened last semester, you're literally sitting next to a student who has done what? Nothing. They haven't read the book of Acts. They don't even know where it is in the Bible. They know nothing about it. They get maybe three right, and they're going to end up with what? A hundred. Welcome to Grace. This lesson is just getting started, right? Because isn't that what Grace is? It's not based off of your performance. We don't think like this, do we? Do we live in an educational system like this? Do we live in a cultural system like this? No, this is kingdom commodity. Kingdom mindset is very different. All right, Spidey, what do you got? Yeah, let's, let's process it out. Because we have today and some of tomorrow to process it out and next week. What do you got? First of all, did you use this last year? Well, I use this. What does use this mean? Yeah, well, that's the interesting. Uh, the, the lesson plans say 2016. I haven't updated everything. But I'm not using the exact same thing, no. It's a little different. Um, and actually, that's the thing is I do it different every year. really do it differently. I almost didn't do it this semester. So, yeah. Um, second of all, why do we have to choose between those two only? Why can't we choose between those and one something? Well, I know. I love that. <laughs> I know, right? Well, here's the beauty of it. So choose. Here's the beauty of the lesson. I love it. Let's give it up right there. Right? So let's make this materialism. Make, the, make a test a materialistic test. And what, do you, what does it turn out to be? Whatever you make it. So the grade is, that grades are relevant and absurd. doesn't really matter what you know or don't know. And it's all cause and effect. And actually, could there be any blame? You're all going to get what you're going to get anyways because it's based off of what? The knowledge you have and how you're going to respond and what you've eaten that day and the lighting. Right? Uh, wouldn't that be great? The test doesn't even, actually, does the test even really matter at all? For real? Like, you know, maybe not, like, see what's going on there? So we could, materialism would be powerful. How about monism? Do monism. And are there any wrong answers? <laughs> no, because my perspective is, right, you can give me a perspective, and can I negate your perspective? Well, I thought it was not Paul. I thought it was Peter. Well, if you thought that, can I count you wrong for thinking it? No. Does that make sense? Because there's no objective standard. Yeah, it would be nice. And it would be profound, and I think it creates great discussion. Can you see why I'm not doing that? <laughs> but actually, you see in the world view, you see why those other options are appealing. Because I basically, I've taken two worldviews and I've smashed them together to compare and contrast them. The other ones make for interesting discussion, but not for good test taking. Because <laughs> everything's absurd. There's no, like you see what happens. Very quickly, there's no wrong answers or... You can do whatever you want with the test because it doesn't, it doesn't even really exist. It's not even real. It doesn't matter. So a nice work. Let's give it up right there. That's, I think that's mint-worthy. Should we pass around the mints? Because I haven't had anybody yet today bring in the other two. 
and I appreciate that. So everybody grab, everybody grab a mint if you want on the way around. What else is going on in your brain as you're processing this? Come on, other thoughts or questions? Yeah. I know. See, what, hap what happens when we isolate it like this and we really just look at grace? It's really weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's, we don't think like this. We feel like, like here's, I had one student say, but what if I, what if I decide that I'm not going to study at all? Are you going to take the test grade away? Will I? Uh, but see, you guys, ready? Imagine that type of Christianity. I'm following around with my computer. Oh, you said something mean about Victor Deep. Back to a zero. How do we live our lives every day? You see, then that introduces the fear. No, you're in, sealed for the day of redemption, died, Jesus died once and for all, so you're what? You're done, <laughs> right? It does. Okay, so ready? Let's do this real quick. You feel like you should do something, and ready? We've taken fear off the table. This is why I have to do my job as a teacher, right? We've taken fear off the table, manipulation off the table. Am I like, I gave you the hundred, but you have to. Am I doing that? Nope, nope, it's free and clear. So what does Jesus want you, I'd love for you, some of you to catch this, and thanks for going here. Because this is where we're going to go with this lesson. What does God want you to insert into that little feeling right there, which is not little? Love, right? It's like, I want to do something. Now, for me, I, we're good. <laughs> we're good. What did I ask you guys? To, if you want to do something, what did I ask you to do? Read the book of Acts. Does that make sense? So if you want to do something, for me, read the book of Acts. Does that make sense? Now, ready? Connect the dots, though, with the lesson. What has God asked us to do? I think we've confused, oh, I've got to do all the law. No, what did he, if you want to do something for God, peace, blessings. If you want to do something for God, what do we do? Believe and love. He says, wants us to love each other. I save you by grace. Can the least you do is at least what? <laughs> love each other? And do we even, it's crazy, do we even have to do that? Like, you guys, the lesson really extends. For me, if you don't answer any of the questions on this test, you're still going to get a what if you took the, you still get 100. Like, how much do you have to do? Basically, write your name on a sheet of paper. <laughs> right? Now, does the metaphor, we'll talk about this more tomorrow, does the metaphor fall apart there? Because according to the real metaphor, you have to believe where? In your heart that I would write this. And can I check your hearts? No, but can God? He actually can. So that's between you and God. <laughs> so Carly, I appreciate that. Because I, I, I know that if I was a student, I'd be like, but, but where's, like, what? <laughs> and do, is this how school works? You just get handed grades for not doing anything? <laughs> right? Yeah. I guess in Jesus' school it is. You're handed, uh, you're handed salvation. This is Easter. It's a gift. It's crazy. Should we be compelled? Should we be on some level motivated to at least give something back? Yeah, hopefully. And if not, I would say you probably don't understand the gift. If that makes sense. So thank you for that. We had a couple more thoughts. We'll go here and then there and then there. And then, by the way, we'll pick up here tomorrow, right? I just wanted to get through this in a day here. Yeah. Why did you put a dash there instead of a zero? Yeah. 
Why, why does he put... Remember, you guys, when Christ looks at you, when God looks at you, he sees what? Christ's righteousness. It's, you guys, it's insane. The language that Paul uses is we have imputed righteousness. So we are seeing right now, so right, look, catch it. Even though you get a 60 on the test, you're seeing as what? A hundred. Before you even take it. <laughs> what? Right? And why? Why is it? Because watch, if I were to take it out and put the dash in, we might still be what? Wondering. We might still feel a little bit like, but I better, I, I want it. He's just like, what's what? You're in. You get, love you. Done. Oh, but that's the reality. I think that's a little bit of what we were talking about earlier. That's Mere Christianity, book one. Do we have a sense of moral right and wrong? Do we have the moral law? Do we know we break it? Like, yes, 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 yes. So the way that my language for you is that's kind of like a test. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and then what do you do? What do you do with the crown? We can. Could you? Now think about this. For me, if you study and got, let's say, an idea in this test, what will that show me for you as a student? That you know what? The book of Acts, at least, right? So there's some relational metaphoric connection there still. When God's looking for people he can trust, he can count on, who are invested... He wants those types of people, and he'll honor that, right? What if we don't ask for the hundred, but still I love that question. That is not end-of-class question, but that is a great question, right? Let's lean into that one, because uh, that's a great one. Let's table time out on that one so we don't have a bell ringer in the middle of a sentence, but that's a great question. Spivey, you had one last question? Uh, I, too, Nah. Okay, hey, wait, let's hold on, hold on. We're not leaving yet. Not yet. One more minute. Oh, I love that. I love that. Again, so let's start the class with these tomorrow. Is why I made this, and you guys are in my room, so you kind of bummer for you, right? I think it's really interesting. Let me leave you with this thought. This wouldn't work at all if I didn't have any authority, right? Does that make sense? You just drop the class or get out of here, right? So without any authority in your life, this wouldn't work. Can you see why in these other worldviews, people want to do what with God's authority? Cut it out. Does that make sense? So, a nice job today. You guys are asked, come with more questions tomorrow. Hopefully you're feeling a little better as you leave. All right, processing that out. I will punch these grades in. And uh, this is just getting started. So nice work. Somebody remind me to talk about uh, well we'll get there tomorrow but talk about evangelism tomorrow with this why so many students take it but when we go evangelize hardly anybody takes it well the grace we all took the grace here when we go and evangelize does everybody just grab it that's that's I think worth talking about see you guys hey great questions today nice job Thanks for your question. Did that help? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Go process. It's perfect. It's a lot of input.